All right. Good morning. Welcome to Sovereign Heathen Podcast. Quickie. I am the Sovereign Heathen Scott. Um, thanks for much, so much for listening. Um, you know, I know it really, it, it, it does, it, a very small amount of people, when I start talking about things that are outside of, like the general thinking of addiction, disease, or recovery, or whatever terms you want to use, um, and then people hear that <clears throat> I'm at 11 months, you know, two weeks away from uh, one year, but um, it really does bother some people sometimes when I start talking about this stuff. It's like, well, what do you know? You're only 11 months in, and it's like, over and over again, I ask when I get that, what is long enough time for you? Jesus, um, what is a long enough time for you to take my word seriously? And then I think, yeah, because I want to know. I want to know where everybody's mind is, but at the same time, I don't give a shit. Uh, nobody is forcing anybody to read my tweets or posts or uh, listen to my videos. Um, this is just my my thoughts, and this is what helps me stay sober. And uh, so I'm going to keep doing it. And I, I do think there's enough people out there that uh, enjoy the conversation, because that's really what I'm trying to do, is trying to have a conversation about many things. So this quick hit today is just, uh, you know, um, when I was in treatment, I've been in treatment inpatient four times, and two of those were at the same place, a place called Harbor Hall in Potosi, Michigan. And in Harbor Hall, there's one particular speaker. I'd love to have him on the podcast, but I doubt that'll happen. But uh, maybe I'll reach out and see what happens, because I'd love him to talk about it. Um, one thing he talked about was the first thing that happens, he talks about, you know, things that happen. What, what comes first, the thought or the feeling? Okay, and so when you're in AA and you're in a lot of these recovery programs, um, it's referred to as a thinking disease. Alcoholism is a thinking disease. And I talk about alcoholism most, but I know that there, I feel like from the people that I talk to that um, NA and AA, I, yeah, they're set up different, ran a little bit differently. But I, I talk about alcoholism because that's what I know, because that's what I was. So he talked about, you know, what comes first, the thought or the feeling. And there would be some good debates in the rooms um, of the of our uh, lectures, and you know, um, going back and forth on this. And then even uh, uh, this individual uh, who was a spiritual director and the uh, director of the of the site, um, they would have little banter's back and forth indirectly um, when each one was doing a lecture about what comes first. One believed that it was the thought; the other believed it was the feeling. And after being there, as long as I was, I, I tend to stick with the feelings come first. And so when I've lately, I've been kind of posting some things on X about feelings. And uh, one one person in particular last night or this morning, she's like, well, this is going to make me drink again. Um, I'm muting you. You know, that's paraphrasing. But um, it's like, wow, you know, uh, I just posed a question and um, uh the, your recovery is that fragile that uh, reading that question, uh, you should probably look into that. But anyway, so this is why I think feelings are first, okay? And this is why I think alcoholism, at least for me, was a feeling disease. Um, a lot of people say they drank because they didn't want to feel. The, the farther I get along here and the more I'm able to investigate my thoughts, interrogate my thoughts, I feel like I was drinking from go to feel something. Um, and without getting into my story in detail, you know, there was a lot, there were abandonment things and there were people that I wanted in my family to care about me and, and, and love me and they didn't. And alcohol brought that and it brought other people into, you know, I was able to open up and other people began to love me, maybe not love me, but, you know, friend love, you know what I mean? Like they enjoyed being around me. 
Yeah, I think that was really the crux of it, you know. And so I needed that feeling. Um, if you think about, like, a lot of people have had really shitty relationships or toxic relationships is something that people use a lot. And you think about those those toxic relationships, and maybe you're out of them now, or maybe you're just like, God, I wish I could get out of here. Well, why are you there? Why why did it take so long to get out of those toxic relationships? Why did it take so long to get away from addiction? Well, those relationships were stuck on your feelings, right? So the feelings were overriding. Those feelings came first because if you could eliminate those feelings and just have your clear mind to make decisions, think how different your life would be. I know mine would be different. The toxic relationships, um, you would take those feelings out of there and you would be able to make the, <clears throat> the right decision for you at that time because your brain is very smart. Your brain is survival mode, right? Well, you put those feelings in and now all of a sudden everything changes. So your feelings, for me, my feelings trumped my thought every time. I could see that bottle and I know that it's the wrong thing up here, but everywhere else in those feelings, were telling me that that's what I needed and what I had to, to had to do. My body was saying, in order to survive, to eliminate this anxiety, these feelings, these chemical reactions, this depression, these chemical things that are happening to my body, I needed that substance in order to feel better or not feel at all and survive. My mind could easily replay everything else that had ever happened that was shitty. Now, a lot of people will say, well, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking I, you know, I wasn't able to uh, bring forth the negative consequences that I'd faced in the past, um, you know, to stop me from drinking. That's because your feelings were involved and took over your feelings, your body hijacked your thoughts. And I keep saying you, like, I'm telling you what your life is. And I don't know what your life is. When I say that, I'm just talking about myself. So if I say it like you and telling you what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. I have no fucking clue what you're thinking. For me, my body was hijacking my brain and telling me I needed that substance to eliminate these chemical things that were happening. You know, I used to, when I was kind of jaded as a younger man, um, I would say, you know, well, love is just a chemical reaction in the brain. You know, it's not really anything special. Um, and that, that's... As we know, that's not completely false. It is a chemical reaction in the brain. So the chemicals are in the body and they're moving throughout, but our mind can be affected by those chemicals. Obviously, chemicals that you put in and chemicals that are already there. As I go through and the more I explore what I was doing and what I was thinking when I was drinking and what led up to it, um, my feelings were in full control. And for me, I believe, and I don't ever want to get rid of my feelings. I love that feeling that I see when I see, uh, I watched my son play football last, uh, last Saturday and just watching him run around on defense. And even when he didn't, wasn't even really a part of the play, you know, he was moving and he was engaged and the pride and that, that, that sense of, you know, just, wow, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so proud. And then I play video games with my other son and, you know, he does something or says something that's just, wow, you know, I would never want to get, oh, now somebody's mowing, but uh, I would never want to get rid of those feelings. But what I'm saying is survival mode, for me, eliminate the feelings and I could survive much easier. And I think that could be true for most everything. Um, my body tells me I'm hungry, I go eat. My body tells me I'm thirsty, I go get water. In the addiction or in the substance use, whatever you want to call it, there's a point 
for me where my body no longer you know was thinking it was feeling it needed it completely and those feelings completely hijacked everything and i just believe that to be true and i could my thoughts my mind could be changed on that uh, the more i look into it but right now as for me um feelings come first you know how many times have you heard somebody do something and they're like oh i don't know what i was thinking well you weren't thinking because your feelings reacted first and it's an argument that people will have and um i i've I've saw it in treatment and I saw it between the counselors and the and the debates that go on there. And I think it's a really good one to have. But for me, I lean towards feelings, hijacked my thinking. Um, I don't believe that this was a thinking disease for me. Did I make poor choices? Yes, but those are all based on feelings. Feelings were the ones, were the culprits that manipulated my thinking. So if I could have just thought it through without the feelings, I believe that this would have been a much shorter term in alcoholism than what it was for me. And that's just how I feel. I'd love to know what you uh, what you think about it. Um, I'm feeling much better today. Um, doing these podcasts, did a live with Lindsay um, last night. So if you don't know who she is, look her up. I, I don't have my phone on me. It's charging. Otherwise, I'd give you her handle on X. But uh, she's she's all over. She does live with Lindsay. Um, we did a live event last night. So check that out. We, we, we talked about a lot of things. I think we plan on doing more. Um, we really want to do this stuff um, more often and, and be able to make it something that uh, can be consistent. Um, and it's very ther therapeutic for me. And if you haven't uh, recovered out loud, um, you know, uh, maybe throw something out there on social media. And I, and for me, in my experience, it's been a, it's been hugely rewarding. Um, you know, obviously I disappeared for a while. can't do things. I started a new job and then I've been doing, having some struggles uh, uh, the last couple of weeks, just not feeling anything, um, energy or spark or whatever. But today, uh, because I've, I've kept talking, I kept doing the things that helped me get this far, and I feel much better today. I'm, I'm doing something uh, uh, more, you know, uh, not just talking about my life, but talking about something that I, um, a theory or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I, I feel like I got a little more today and I'm not dreading going to work in, in an hour. Um, so things are pretty good. So, yeah, please uh, like and subscribe. Um, if you uh, have YouTube, you know, um, it really doesn't uh, fill up your email box or anything to subscribe. Um, follow on, on Twitter if you're seeing this. The link's going to be on there. This is going to be pinned on my profile. Um, I have a Facebook page, too, but I just feel like Facebook is poop. But. I'm still there, um, but uh, yeah, I really appreciate everybody that has ever listened. Um, if this is your first time or your second time or your hundredth time listening to, to one of these spiels for me, I, I appreciate you and uh, thank you very much and we'll talk soon. Have a great day.